0: I'm Brent Musburger. This is your home for the Brian Hanks Show and the V Sports Network. Bet on the bull, WRNF's
1: Kinston. Oh, that's right, Susan Bourne. Brent Musburger had my name in his mouth. How about that? Mm-hmm. That's right. Don't act like you're not impressed. I am. I mean, you are still relatively young. You do know who Brent Musburger is, right? Oh, no. Oh, God. Well, I just got stabbed in the heart there, okay? <laughs> Brent Musburger is probably one of the, if he's not one of the greatest sports broadcasters of all time, hes if he's not the greatest, he's definitely one of the three or four of all time. Right here. I'm sorry. Susan, right here. Just, so here. You want to take the knife out there? <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you. But, uh, hey, welcome to hour two of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. Uh, my name is Brian Hanks. I am sitting across from the most beautiful little sister in the entire world. Susan born. She is, uh, she lives in fancy gaps, my little sister, and she is in town just for, well, she came in yesterday, her and her, her and her lovely husband. Lovely, yeah, yeah. I love it. He won't mind that, right? No. Okay, very good, very good. Well, he is lovely. He's a good-looking dude. You know, I'm trying to grow my hair to look like him, right? Are
2: you growing? I noticed you told me about a mullet a while back, but then I noticed you got a haircut. So are you backing out on the mullet? Well,
1: I'm trying to grow it out, but it's a commitment now. But but see, I'm not like him. He's got a great head of hair. Okay, he does. I don't. I mean, look up here. I mean, it's
0: you got you have gray hair. You do.
1: Well, Linda's not a big fan of the mullet either, though. But yeah. uh, I, I, wa- I want to be able to put my hair up like he does, man. He looks cool. Yeah, it you looks You know what? Good. He just person- – does he not? Your husband, Corbett, just he personifies Cool. He does. Does he not?
3: Yes, I agree with that.
1: I want to be cool like him, okay? Yeah, I get that. I, okay. Yeah, something to aspire to. There you go. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying. So, hey, listen, today is Monday, October the 23rd in the year of the Lord 2023. This is hour two of episode 953 of the Brian Hanks Show. And, again, man, we had a fun first hour of me and my sister, or my sister and I, I could do good English if I tried hard enough. <laughs> My sister and I, uh, Susan, were just catching up. I introduced her to y'all. So if you missed the first hour, uh, listen to our replay at three o'clock here on BetOnTheBull.com and nine sixty The Bull, or at two five two ESPN, or even go to BrianHanks.com. You can check it out there. Hey, here is our second hour, and in fact, I'm going to get uh, Larry Dale up on the phone on the line with us right now. Uh, man, Friday night was a great game, Uh North North, South Nor. Hawks head coach, Larry Dale got his first taste of, uh, the North North South Nor rivalry. We're going to talk to him about that. And then, uh, later on, in fact, uh, about less than 10 minutes from right now, you're going to hear from uh, a quartet of folks from Polyxville. It was Paula Palooza and Pollock's this past weekend, Travis Klondike. Uh, you know what? I think we're, we're going to probably run out of time. I think I'll post that one separately, but you're definitely going to hear from Jay Bender, uh kay bender former Parrot academy coach and then nancy barbie uh you're going to get to hear from every single one of them uh, and that's going to be a lot of fun i tell you what like i said let's get larry Dale on the phone with us but while i do that let me tell you about spence automotive they are the uh thank you they are the uh, uh our official phone line is uh spence automotive our guest line is brought to you by spence automotive It's where I get my car services, where you should go to. Located at 603 Plaza Boulevard in the old Firestone building next to the Piggly Wiggly and Big Lots, Spence Automotive is owned by local sports riding legend Keith Spence and is open Monday through Saturday at 7.30 a.m. Spence Automotive takes care of all your car care needs and also sells great tires, too. Give Keith a call at Spence Automotive at 252-686-5011. The next time you need your car service, when you need new tires, and tell him the Brian Hanks show sent you and joining us on our Spence automotive guest line right now, the victorious coach of the North North South North game. Our Davis wholesale tire game of the week this past Friday night. It is time for Monday morning quarterback. It's Larry Dale. The who is joining us, like I said, on our Spence automotive guest line, how are you doing this morning coach? I'm good. How are you doing? I, I'm doing pretty good. Not as good as you, sir. I'll tell you what, that was a fun game on uh, Friday night. And it it was so crazy. We were talking about it during the game too, myself and Hall of Fame coach Jimmy Smith and Paul and Jason and Keith Spence and all of us about, now I know you weren't a part of last year's game, coach, but it was almost a carbon copy of how South of came to Wheat Swamp last year, went up 19 to nothing. Held on for the twenty-five to twenty victory last year in Wheat Swamp. You guys go up twenty to nothing, man. Just a couple of incredible pick sixes for you guys, and then you hold them off in the end. Like I said, just get, it was kind of the yin and yang of uh, the last couple of years. But from your point of view, uh, tell us a little bit about a uh, Friday night's game, coach.
2: What you say is incredible and all that stuff. But when you're up twenty nothing and. Uh... The other team starts making a run. It, it, it's not as fun when you're on that side of the ball. Um, I'll tell you that. Any, any coach to tell you. Um, but, you know, really, really proud of the kids, uh, what they did. The defense, I thought, was outstanding all night. You know, the 12 points, um, those put up really wasn't them. You know, it was a muff punt snap. And then, you know, other fumbles that just put the defense in a bad spot. Um, so, they just did a tremendous. Obviously, two pick sixes of 90-plus yards. Um was, was amazing. Um, and then the resiliency. I mean, you don't win many ball games that you have six fumbles. Um, so just to keep fighting, the kids just kept fighting all night, um, no matter what, the adversity. And that's what we need actually here in We Swamp is to understand that we can win even when stuff goes wrong. Um, and um, that's part of changing the culture here, and that happened Friday night. So hopefully we can use that experience going forward. Well, uh, just uh, I was just impressed
1: with the atmosphere, too. I mean, you guys had a lot of fans. That had to have been encouraging for you, too, to be on the road, turn around and look up in the stands and see a couple of hundred, maybe even 300 fans that came from uh, Wheat Swamp to support you. I think, that's
2: uh, again, that had to have been
1: very encouraging to you, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, Brian, that's been all year. I mean, if you went to any away North game, which we've had a lot, um, it's been that way every single week. No matter if we're at James Keenan or if we're at Farmville Central or East Carteret, doesn't matter where we've been, the fans have always been there. Um, and you know, even even with the weather, the rain coming down, they they still showed out. They brought up. I saw umbrellas pop out about halftime, but um, <laughs> they were all there. And uh, so it's always incredible to have that fan base and and all the you know text messages and calls and stuff afterwards and all weekend long was. Was really nice. So that's how supported we are here and blessed to be that way. Well, it goes
1: without saying that the defense uh, stepped up big and the young man who returned uh, both those pick sixes. I mean, both times, South and Orr is driving down the field. They're what? They're inside the 15, inside the 10. And he returns both of those for, uh, and it ended up obviously in a 20 to 12 win. You get two pick sixes. That ends up being the difference. Brag on that young man, coach.
2: Yeah, I mean, so there's two different guys. You know, uh, A.J. Black is a sophomore. Um, his actually funny thing there was, you know, we we put a defense in all week and we, we just didn't talk about a, a call that he needed to make as much. So at the church, we eat at the church um, right after school on Fridays, And so it started raining really hard. You know, this is 345, 4 o'clock. And I, I look at Pastor Hank, I said, Pastor Hank, so way anyway, we move these tables and just have our walk through in here. He goes, yeah, absolutely, coach. So we move the tables, right? And we put that – we remind A.J. of that call at the church after pregame meal. And uh, that's what – you know, that call got him into a situation where he could pick it off and go all the way. It was a great play. And then Jaleel Jones, same thing, uh, same call there. He, he remembered the call, got to where he needed to go, and – uh got himself a, a pick six as well and that's a junior that took it to our house. So guys that still have uh a year or more with us and, and just really proud of those kids. You know, they didn't they don't get a lot of opportunities in this league for interceptions because it's so run heavy. So it's really cool to see when they did get their opportunity what they did with it.
1: That is awesome, and I do apologize. I'm sorry, I thought it was uh, the same young man that uh, scored on both those pick sixes, so I do apologize for that. Listen, we are not going to preview uh, Friday's game right now, but the neat thing, because I hope to have you back on here on Friday morning here on the Brian Hank Show and then for our pregame show too, but uh, yeah. hey, you did what you needed to do Friday this past Friday night. You won the first leg of the Jimmy Smith Cup. That means not only do you have the Bragging Bowl, uh in your possession right now and back in your possession over in Wheat Swamp. You have a chance for the first time since twenty sixteen. If you guys win uh Friday night that uh you can uh you can uh take home the Jimmy Smith Cup. Uh, what would that mean to this program uh for you guys to be able to do that this coming Friday night, Coach?
2: It'd be huge for the program. You know, just like, you know, I told you the pregame show hearing Coach Harold on Friday saying how much, you know, beating North last year jumped his program and getting kids out that you, you might not see. Um, you know, I, I feel Friday started that process, you know, beat South of Newark interest, man, you beat Kinston and the interest really, really goes up. Um, and then we, you and I spoke on Friday about, you know, you beat Kinston, what happens in the playoffs? And man, you get a playoff game here at Wheat Swamp and beat those two teams in year one, it really will help jumpstart the off season that we need uh, to get ready for next year.
1: That is awesome. Well, listen, Coach Dale, congratulations. Uh, I just, you now we're not going to go into it again right now, but just of all the stuff this team has been through and uh, in your first year, and just it was awesome. It was awesome to see the celebration on Friday night and uh, your, your happy kids over there. Cannot wait for uh, the regular season finale this this week. It's our Davis Wholesale Tire Game of the Week, Kenston at North Lenora. Can't wait for it, Coach. Thank you so much for joining me this morning. Look forward to talking to you on Friday, sir.
2: Yes, thank you so much for everything you guys do and the broadcast on Friday night.
1: There you uh, go. We'll talk Friday. And I'll I'll tag you on it, too, I'm, uh, or I'll send it to you. We're going to post uh, that game uh, coverage here uh, early this afternoon, okay, the pregame show and the uh, game coverage, okay, sir? That sounds great. I love some white noise when I'm working at <laughs> night. So. I love it, Coach. Thank you so much. Thank you. There love you go. It. That's Larry Dale, head football coach at uh, at North Lenore High School. He is. I didn't get a chance to tell everybody this. He was our uh, big interview today. Our UNC Lenora Healthcare big interview. Uh, they are the exclusive sponsor of it every day here on the Brian Hanks Show. Visit UNC Lenore Healthcare at 100 Airport Road, right here in Kinston, for all your healthcare needs, or call them at 252 522 7000. You can also email them at infolenore.org at or visit their comprehensive website at unclenore.org. And again, thank you to Beverly Jenkins, all the folks over at UNC Lenore Healthcare for being the exclusive sponsor of the big interview every day here on the Brian Hank Show. Okay, Uh, as I mentioned in the first hour, uh, very honored to have been a part of Paula Palooza in Pollock'sville this weekend. Had a chance to sit down with uh, several people and uh, do some interviews for today's show. I was going to play an interview with Travis Klondike, unfortunately. I think we're going to run out of time for that, but you're going to hear for over the next uh, 15 minutes or so, uh, Jay Bender, The longtime mayor, 41 years he's been the mayor of uh, Pollocksville. Good guy. Kay Bender, former uh, girls basketball coach, former just great athlete. She's in the uh, Parrot Academy Sports Hall of Fame or Athletics Hall of Fame. And then Nancy Barbie. Uh, But that's what you're going to hear over the next little bit. Then we'll uh, get John Jonathan in here and play the birthday game. But first off, here's uh, our interview with Jay Bender from Pollocksville. Welcome back to the Brian Hanks Show. I am joined here at Palapalooza by the, uh, I was going to say the longtime mayor of Polluxville. And when I say longtime mayor, I mean longtime mayor of Pollockville. Just found out, I, now I've been in eastern North Carolina since 2002. And, you know, I've known you've been the mayor for a long time. I didn't realize, you just told me how many years? 41 years, Brian. Goodness gracious. So your first year was?
0: 1982.
1: And all the way through it's to all now? All the way through, yeah. Wow, how does that rank with other mayors in cities and towns in North Carolina? You have to be, you I, have to be. If you're not the longest serving, you have to be up there.
0: I, I am. I think one of the, um, I, I think there was the or is. I think she is still around the the mayor of Stovall, North Carolina, which is up above Durham. Uh, when she retired. I think she had served 42 years, uh-huh. and now she's still there as the town clerk. Uh, so I've got, I've got to stay in office long <laughs> enough to beat her, but, uh, yeah, I'm one of the longest serving.
1: That is incredible. What, what do you attribute that to? I mean, and, again, let me say this, too. I said it uh, before we uh, pulled you up here, but. I, uh, you know, I, I talked to your sister. I had the honor of interviewing your mother a few weeks ago. Right. And she was, you know, she shared your love, talking about you, your love of, of Pollocksville and all that. But what inspired you to run for the first time back in the early 80s and what has kept you on so many years? Well,
0: I mean, interestingly enough, the first time I ran, I was defeated. Uh, not for mayor, for town council. Uh, the the Someone ran against me because... At the time, my mama was on the town board, and this person said it's not appropriate for a mother and son to serve. Um, and so I was defeated on a write-in vote, ran two years later, was elected, uh, kind of became mayor out through the back door. I was the mayor pro tem. Our longtime mayor, we later determined, had gotten a, a health diagnosis Okay. that—, that uh, he really didn't know if his health was going to permit. And so he resigned. I became mayor, have run uh, have run every time. So someone said, do you not have any opposition? What does that mean? I said, well, it means one of two things. Either no one cares <laughs> or everybody thinks that you're doing a good job, and I would prefer to take the latter.
1: Absolutely. So well, we think we have anyway. That is awesome. Forty one now is it are, are there a four year term? Are there two year
0: term? We have four year term. Where do
1: you stand right now? When 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 are you up again?
0: Twenty twenty six.
1: Okay. Well congratulations. Yeah. Again, like I said, I knew, you know, when yeah. and I gotta tell you I want to ask you this. When people and especially where I'm from in Kinston and Lenora County, when we think of Pollocksville, Bender is a name that immediately comes to mind there. Uh what, what does that mean to you that you are so closely associated with this town?
0: Well it, it has uh I had a great grandfather that had a lot of children and his children had a lot of children and so that's that's uh that's why I was very fortunate to to not be one of the people that that uh once I went off to school I didn't come back uh, other than going off to graduate school and one other thing it's the only place I've ever lived I live in my grandfather's house his old law office is sitting on the property beside the house i was fortunate to have a job that was close to polluxville that allowed me to to live here um i told somebody not too long ago we were talking politics about something and they asked me if i was a, a democrat or a republican and i said well it really doesn't make any difference there's no d after my name there's no r after my name what's after my name is p for polluxville yeah whatever we can do for That's our awesome. town is what i'm what I'm in favor of.
1: You guys have faced some uh, major issues over the past few years. I mean, with the flooding and all that, uh, what are, uh, address that. I mean, because you guys have, you hit it straight on. I mean, I talked to Travis Klondike, who has uh, helped bring uh, a lot of money into Polluxville to help you guys recover. And I know you're a primary part of that. Uh, What are the issues that are facing uh, your beloved town right now?
0: Well, we knew before Hurricane Florence, that we had to do some different things because of the bypass. Mm-hmm. So that meant traffic was not going to come into town and we didn't have a lot of businesses anyway, but we were going to have even less with no traffic. And so we were working on a plan. Hurricane Floyd Florence changed all of that. We realized that our reimagining had to be recovery in a resilient and environmentally friendly way. So we knew we had to have a plan. Mm-hmm enter Travis Klondike and his crowd and they got us a plan an award winning plan by the way. Mm -hmm. State won a big award for that. Wow. The great thing about the plan, about any plan, Brian, is that you have to be able to implement it. A lot of us have been involved in organizations in which you do a plan it's nicely bound, it's on the coffee table, it's on the shelf. I realized this the other day that Before the plan had officially been adopted, Travis and crew had applied for a grant through the Attorney General's office uh, for some uh, planting and work down at the riverfront. We got that grant, and just this past Thursday, we dedicated that project with the Attorney General himself here to speak. So, So we've been, and we've got, More money that they have found, but there have been other things too. Um, I I did a presentation not too long ago with the American Planning Association, and the question was, How does a little town of 300, like Pollocksville, accumulate close to 20 million dollars in grants? And
1: that's impressive. Let me tell you something, Kinston, a town of 20,000, would love to have that kind of uh funded,
0: and and I and I guess. I do a lot of the same things that Mayor Don Hardy does because Don's everywhere. Mm-hmm. He's everywhere. Yeah. But I've just been everywhere longer than he has. <laughs> so I know a lot of people. Yeah. I, and, and, and I go to things, and I shake a lot of hands, and when, when someone says, what about so-and-so, I say, well, let me call so-and-so. Yeah, I know so-and-so. Mm-hmm. Stay in touch with the legislature. Do these types of things. and But, but it, it's helped if you've got a strong board, Mm-hmm. Um, that, that is supportive the citizens are supportive um, everybody knows we want to get things back and it's not going to look the way it used to look but it's going to be better
1: well, very good. Well, uh, Palooza, let me get a, a thought or two from you Marla on Palooza. that. Uh, what a nice event. A, a little breezy outside, it but, is. man, uh, I've, I've, <clears throat> I've had a couple of hot dogs and uh, a couple of the treats out there. You've got some great vendors in here, too. Uh, tell uh, w- the genesis of this and the success of this today.
0: Uh, Palooza was, uh, was an effort to, to, to bring the community together, and I think maybe part of it we thought – we would tie to a, a gathering and celebration when we moved the train station mm-hmm. from down at the river to its new location. Well, we couldn't get that all to mesh. Things weren't fixed at the right time. And, and I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Trenton was going to have the, its homecoming festival or something the week before. And so we actually partnered with them to share some advertising because this was a new thing. Um, but So this is the second year. Mm-hmm. Moved it to the fall. Last year was in the summer in June. This is better. As you said, a little breezy, a little cool this morning. But we had a real good turnout in terms of our, of our vendors. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're learning. Um, and, it's, and it's not a, a moneymaker. Mm-hmm. I think that's the key. We're not raising money for the town. Mm-hmm. The money that we get from this is to put in the pot so we can afford to do it next year. Hiring DJs, paying for the bouncy house, these kind of things. So um, it's it's a it's a come together with the community mm-hmm. type thing.
1: Well, couldn't have picked a, a prettier day to Beautiful do it. Day. Beautiful day. It is awesome. Listen, Mayor, thank you so much for joining me. Thank uh, thank again, you. I got to tell you, and and I hope I don't uh, whatever with this, but one of the I've been doing this. I've been in sports and in news since 1991. That interview with your mom I did a few well, weeks ago. Thank you. Probably one of it. my top five that I've ever done. I had so much fun with it. She is a blast, and it's easy to see. where. And, again, I, I talked to uh, Kay, uh, Coach Bender, a few minutes ago, too. Just what an incredible family that you have, well, sir. Thank
0: you. Thank you. We're, we're very blessed and very blessed to have Mama. And, yeah, you have been doing this for, 90, for <laughs> since 1991 because I think we were talking when you were doing some Jones Post. Uh,
1: I did the Jones Post and, for about 15 years. And yeah. would
0: call and say, what's going on in Polluxville? Yep. And, and uh, so uh, I told somebody, I said, uh, they said, you know, Brian has forever. <laughs> and maybe that's the benefit of doing something for 41 years. Yeah. You, you build up those relationships. So thank you for your support of Jones County.
1: May, uh, Mayor, thank you so much. Sir. Thank
0: you. Appreciate it.
1: Welcome back to the show. And, man, what mm-hmm. a special treat for a long-time mm-hmm. Uh, a Rendell Parrot Academy sports fans, as I'm sitting across right here at Palapalooza. Palooza, I'm sitting across from uh, Kay Bender, one of the greatest, not just coaches, mm-hmm. that ever came through Rendell Parrot Academy, one of the greatest athletes, too. Thank you so much for joining me here, Coach.
3: Thank you, Brian. It means a lot to me. Um, parrot was my life.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, I went there from the sixth grade through high school, played ball there, mm-hmm. uh, went to Meredith, played ball there. Um, after I graduated, Hugh Pollock called me
4: mm-hmm.
3: and said, would you like to coach? And I said, well, sure. I just got married, but I'll, I'll do it. And I said, um, <clears throat> I'm working at the health department right now, so I'm going to have to work some things out with them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so I went back and coached and loved it. Um, but it was too much, um, late nights and stuff like that. So, uh, I left. And then when our daughter, Lauren, started in third grade over there, mm-hmm. I said, well, I've got to get a job over there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I did, and I was at Parrot for 22 years. Wow. Uh, all three of our children went there. Uh, Lauren played volleyball. John and Robert played basketball and baseball. And uh, I had some health issues that came on me, mm-hmm. and so I had to ret- retire. And... Uh, As I told you before, I probably cried for six weeks Mm. or more. Mm -hmm. I said, because I just missed the school so much. I missed the school, I missed the teachers, I missed the students, and uh, it was tough.
1: Parrot Academy, it is, and that's one of the things I've noticed in the 20 years or 20, I guess 21 years now that I've been in Kinston. It is special, isn't it? I mean, it it is. is, It's it's not just a private school, it's not just, you know, I don't even know how to describe it the, the the folk the kids that are there are special they're almost like they're they're adults they're more mature than I am right. coach right. but uh, <laughs> what, what was it like as a student and then to tra- transform into an educator and a coach there at Arundel Parade Academy
3: well it, it was great I had Cliff Edwards as a coach yeah. and then you know being his uh, uh, being a teacher there along with him and coaching helping him too it was a great experience um Cliff was a great coach. He was a great uh, teacher. And when I started in sixth grade, it was Hugh Pollock's first year out of college teaching there. Wow. And so, you know, having them as as teachers and then going back and teaching with them,
1: mm-hmm.
3: we, uh parent is like a family. Um,
1: That's a good way to put it. it. It is like a family, isn't it? It, it?
3: is. And um, what you've got now is, When I go to Parrot now, my grandson is there now in seventh grade, and I see all of my students' children out there. So it's just a a generational thing, and uh, it's very well supported by parents, Mm -hmm. and uh, it's just... It's a great school. What
1: are your favorite memories for you out at uh, Parrot? And you know what? I'm going to make it a two-part thing. Okay. As a, as a student and as an athlete there, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously the great career that you had there. And then, even as a coach, uh, what do you look at? Uh, what are some of your favorite memories of uh, Parrot Academy?
3: Um, probably my ball players. Yeah. Um, they uh, Some of them were not the most outstanding, but they worked hard for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I got out of a lot of – a lot of girls, more than what they thought they had. Um, They worked hard. They wanted to do well. And um, it was just the relationship with them. And, of course, their parents, too. Uh, I got to know their parents very well, and they were always so supportive. Um, But uh, it's, it's just a great school.
1: What have you been up to? And I know that's one thing. In fact, you know, I met your mother Uh a couple of or a few weeks ago uh, as we were getting ready for the Heritage Festival in Jones County. And by the way, (laughs) amazing! She is an amazing, amazing woman. I I can see where you got Uh a lot, and I mean this sincerely. Uh I can see where you got a lot of your spunk and a lot of your personality from because she was just she was amazing. But uh, what have you been up to since you uh, since you retired from Parrot Academy?
3: Well, uh, it took me a couple of years to get my health. Um, back in order. Um, are you in, are you good? Yes, yes. No, okay. Uh huh. And um, we've got. <clears throat> I've gotten on the right medications, and I'm 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 doing very well now. Um, my husband retired from a wholesale business in Newbern um, five years ago, mm-hmm. and so he and I, since he has been home and retired, we have um, done some traveling, mm-hmm. and uh, of course, like I said, I have a 12 year old grandson who's at parrot, and so we pick him up twice a week from the bus stop, and have him, and, uh, you know, just being involved in the church, and it seems like there's something all the time to do when you're retired. (laughs) So So
1: you're enjoying your retirement?
3: I am, very much so.
1: I got to tell you, this is a treat for me. Like I said, when I first got to Kinston, you were, and I I hope you take this in the way that I mean, you were one of the nicest people to me when I first got to to Kinston at the Free Press, and. When you left, it, it broke my heart. When you left, and i do don't—I'm not going to say I cried for six weeks, but I—it it really did. It moved me. I hated when you left. Uh, and then when I got to meet your mom a couple of weeks ago, yeah. I just—it brought it all back. And right. then I get to see you today here yeah. at Paula right. Thank you so much for joining well, me. Thank here.
3: you, Brian. And you've always meant a lot to me. You were—you were great about covering Parrot Academy. Well, thank you. And we thank appreciate you. it so much.
1: Uh, we we, uh, well, we and I we we love uh, uh, Parrot Academy and it just it is a, I, listen I've covered private schools before but there's just something different about Parrot right and I think it's what you said it's the familial ex- aspect yes. to it I mean it really is a family atmosphere over there
3: well it is and you're gonna have you can really have uh, parent involvement because these parents are paying money yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. a lot of money. A lot of money. Yeah. So, you know, they're they're going to be involved.
1: Well, listen, Coach Bender, this is like I said, just a special treat for me. I didn't even know I was going to see you out here today. <laughs> Thank you for spending a few minutes with us. Thank there, okay? you,
3: Brian. Appreciate it.
1: As I just said to her, uh, as she uh, sat down here with me, we're saving the best for last. Aww. It's the beautiful, lovely, talented, motivated. What other uh, adjectives can I use to describe you, Nancy Barbie? Uh, oh. Joining me here on the show, uh, just an amazing event. I tell you what, you could—it's just a tad bit breezy, but other than that, you couldn't have asked for a prettier day for Palapalooza 2023, could you?
4: We could not. I'm telling, you, we were very lucky. Yesterday it rained—you know, it poured mm-hmm. down rain in a lot of places—but the skies opened up for Palapalooza, and we're so happy to have. This crowd here, and so happy to have you, Brian. Thank uh, you so much for coming and, and helping us promote this. It means a heck of
5: a lot.
1: Well, it's my honor. And uh, like I said, the second hour of today's show here is dedicated to Pollocksville. I've got to catch people up with uh, Kay Bender, a former, she's a Hall of Famer at the at Rendell Parrot Academy. Is. Don't tell her this. She's probably going to end up in the uh, kinsley Nor County Sports Hall of Fame before all of a sudden I'm, I'm on that board, too. But, uh, but she is. She's just an amazing, amazing person. Uh, I did not realize Mayor Jay Bender here in Polluxville. I'll test you here. Do you know how long he's been the mayor?
4: Oh, gosh, 30 years or more. Oh, no, no. Try more. More? 32 years? No,
3: no, no. Keep going.
4: Keep going, Nancy. He's been here all my life. He's been mayor all my Uh, life. There you go. 41
1: years, so even before you were born, okay? That's exactly right. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Just, uh, you know, you you came on last week, uh, and you told us a little bit about this, but uh, you've got to be pleased with not only the turnout, but the vendors who are here. And I mean, I did a bunch of shopping, uh, too, and I'm taking a bunch of Pollocksville back to Lenora County with me. Just uh, tell me about. Excuse me. The uh, just the response to this from the vendors and the public.
4: You know, uh, you never know. You never mm-hmm. know what's going to happen, and so we invited. I, I, what I do is I travel around to the different places, the different venues, mm-hmm. and different events that are going on, and pick up a card. Yeah. And then I send the invitation out and ask them if they will come. And you know, I've not had. Many people to turn me down. I've had conflicts. Do
1: you know who you are, though, Nancy? It's hard to say no to Nancy Barbie, okay?
4: I don't know if they know who I am. (laughs) But anyway, I'm very convincing, Brian. I, I, I... I, I should have been a car salesman in a, in a previous life. I must have been. But, you know, it's hard to say no to a to an event in a small town. And so I really do appreciate it. They've come out in, in full force. And not only do we have vendors that are selling goods, but we have information booths, too. We have the Girl Scout Interactive Bus. We have 4-H. We've got Partnership for Children, Dis- Department of Social Services. Council on Aging with the um, East Carolina Council mm-hmm. to let people know what's happening, what resources they have in Jones County and in the Polksville area. So it means a lot for people to come out and just see. We've even got screenings going on for dental mm-hmm. care, and of course the barber shop right down you here. Say, you fa- saved the
1: best for last. I Lenore did. Community College is a primary sponsor of the Brian Hanks Show, and I got to tell you now. I, uh, now, the the lady who cuts my hair, that's the only reason I didn't go in there because I'm due. I'm due for one, but I thought, man if my good friend do you know tanya adams Have i you, do
4: I
3: if do.
1: tanya saw that i had got my haircut somewhere else she would probably uh she'd
4: divorce you right there yeah That'd be the yeah. end of you yeah. right there never mind. you know
1: how it is you got to stay faithful to, exactly uh, to your hairdresser right. that's for sure. exactly
4: right that's exactly right well
1: tell me about the future of polypalooza i mean is this i mean obviously I, I know it was in the summer last year you decided to do it in the fall this year and again what a great turnout and just so many great things that are going on here but what is the future of polypalooza we, we're
4: planning to do this from now on this okay. is our second annual one next year and we've decided on the third saturday in october okay and so next year will be october the 19th and i've already started asking people to put it on their calendars and make sure that they uh they come out and and join us and and are here with us and we're we're hoping to expand and expand even more next year i'm talking to the fire department about moving it not that this isn't a great location at the elementary school but moving it to where um there's a big feel mm-hmm. that we can have more uh, food trucks. We can have a band mm-hmm. uh, just expanding and getting it bigger and bigger. We're hoping to grow this to, to hundreds of thousands of people coming right here in Pollock's Brian, if you're going to dream, you might as well dream big, right?
1: Absolutely. I mean, what, what, what good is it to dream little? You want to dream big That's for sure. That's exactly
4: right. That's exactly right. Listen,
1: Nancy Barbie. Thank you so much. I appreciate you inviting me out here to this. It's been fun. It was fun walking around, talking to all your vendors in there and all the folks that have stopped by, and uh, you should be very proud of this. This This is an awesome, awesome event, okay?
4: I am, and you're awesome too, Brian. Thank you so much for being here and supporting Jones County as always. So thank you so much.
2: it
1: is monday october the 23rd in the year of the lord 2023
4: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> it is now time to play the birthday game it's that game that we play uh, every day here on the Brian flying show and we've got a good to for you here today too uh man John Dawson, I'll tell you what, before we uh, talk about and get everybody caught up on the standing cells, so John Dawson, you have, you have dominated this birthday game like no other, dude. I yeah. mean, Jonathan Massey hasn't had a month like you're having so far. Mm-hmm. But first off, uh, how was
6: your weekend, dude? What'd you do this weekend? It was fantastic. I uh, went and read to some children and. Uh, At and an vis- orphanage? And, and visited some old folks. Oh no, that was a movie I was watching. I, just, <laughs> I, I didn't do anything, Brian. You really no music or anything? It's just
1: a nice relaxing weekend.
6: Well, uh, the album came out on Monday, and I was trying to take a little twenty-four hour break because the last week I think we sent out two hundred electronic press kits, not counting the ones we had to physically mail. Who do you send those to? Uh, radio stations, magazines, websites, podcasts. You know, um, I've been doing video podcasts. I've done at this point, I have done three video interviews with the Vibes podcast, the Blend podcast, and Halifax, excuse me, Fairfax City music. That's the three I've done as of right now. I think there's some more coming.
1: How come I didn't get a press kit? Because you don't write about music. But we talk about your music. (laughs) I want a press kit, man. Do you have any left?
6: when i say press kit it's a copy of the cd which you don't play cds and a sheet of paper with info okay i just i think that's interesting dude yes. it's
1: a different side of you that a lot of people don't know but yeah. i think it's very very neat dude yeah like, people want to know i get asked about you all the time about how crazy you are and all this i'm
6: like, why do people think i'm crazy
1: have you read what you write john dawson but but I, there's
6: nowhere in there where it says i'm doing anything crazy
5: Yeah, but they think because you have the imagination to write stuff like that, that you have to be a little unhinged.
6: Well, my latest column is about um, the wife and tax deduction number one. Uh, They last week uh, spent uh, three days in Texas. My TD number one is a big fan of Chip and Joanna. I don't know what that is. It's a TV show where they fix up houses and all that kind of stuff. They have their own channel now and their own magazine and probably their own satellite and country by now. But uh, it's a pretty good show. They promote decent values, which is always nice. And uh, for her graduation present... Uh, Send her, the TD number one, the wife, the wife's sister, and TD number one's cousin to Texas. They had like a Chip and Joanna event down in Waco. Wow. uh, Did you know
1: about this?
5: He he mentioned it before, yeah.
6: Okay. Um, We talked about it on the show before. Okay. Anyway. Was I on that day? Yeah. Okay. And uh, so that means TD number two and I were by ourselves for three or four days. And so my column was... Uh, the, f- the night she was not going to be here, the first night was Thursday. So the column was an open letter to all the math teachers in Lenore County. And the request was, please, and the, for the love of God, don't do any math homework Thursday night. That's um, awesome. Because I know multiplication, I know addition and subtraction, and I know long division. But when you get up into... Balthazar has a goat. What is the square root of the goat's misery if the sun comes up two minutes late? I don't know how to do
1: any of that stuff. And that's really what the math looks like now. <laughs> so I was not a math fan anyway. Uh, math? Yes. Math? No. Mm. Uh, so anyway, so did they fly out there or did they drive out there? They flew. So they're not afraid to fly? No. Oh, well, good. I'm glad that you're insane... Whatever, didn't
6: Well, this will be the first time TD number one's flying, so we'll see how it goes. Okay. Well, I mean, it was over the now weekend. T- now, so. the wife is is not scared of flying, but she's terrified to walk out on a pier with him. Like, if we're at the beach, she's terrified to walk out on a pier. Doesn't mind getting on an airplane that goes miles up into the air and could crash into the ground in a fireball. That's yeah, not a but, problem. But
1: that doesn't happen. But, but, the uh, beat, but every so often. Well, Yeah, but you've got more chance of being struck by lightning than on a clear day than being in an airplane disaster. Brian,
6: you're talking to a guy who's still scared to go to the dentist. We're not talking to a rational person here. <laughs>
1: okay. I haven't had a cavity since I was 12, and I'm still scared to go. So. Okay. I like it. Well uh, there was your weekend. What about you, Jonathan? How did this past weekend compare to the weekend before?
5: Uh, let's call it a little slower. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not, as, not as much excitement. You know, s- spent the weekend trying to cap- catch up on some R&R. Um, watched a little football. You know, still got.
1: How'd your bets come through?
5: You know, I, I I've been so afraid to look at them because historically I don't do great with those. Yeah, but I still got another game to go, so we'll see.
1: Well, very good, very good. Well, uh, Bradfest was awesome on Saturday uh, out at uh, Pearson Park. So, uh, like you, Jonathan, I watched some football yesterday, and uh, it was pretty good. I
6: was at my dad's a few days ago and uh, saw about fifteen minutes of a football game. And I got to say, it's just as exciting as I remembered it.
5: He's being sarcastic.
6: Oh, okay. You line up, you hike the ball, you
1: move an inch or two, then they stop and reset. You know, the thing that the biggest thing is bothering me about the NFL right now, like I will not stop stop watching it, though, but the commercials, man, are for, I mean, kind of what you just talked about there, dude. One of the things I really noticed, especially having, you know, six or seven games going at one time. That's not healthy. No, that's not what I thought you were going to say. That, well, I'm trying to not repeat myself. <laughs> It's a little excessive. It's it's incredibly excessive. Incredibly excessive. But there will be times of this, you know, because I can legit watch six games at one time. Four on one screen, one Uh, on another.
6: You can look at a piece of one and move. Multitasking is a
1: myth. Anyway, anyway, I'll watch six games at one time. And you guys would be surprised how many times all six games are in a commercial. And it seems like for a game that lasts, what, three hours and 10 minutes, three hours and 15 minutes now, Jonathan? Is that about right? Yeah that half of it they're in commercials half of the time when you watch a three hour and 10 minute game an hour and a half of it is commercials you should just start doing the bill
6: burr thing and just tape the first hour don't watch anything just start watching it fast forward through the commercials fast forward through half them that's the way to do
1: I it i remember us talking about because that's how i when virginia won the national championship back in 2019 in basketball for whatever reason, I don't even remember. I know the Sports Hall of Fame was one of them, but I had like three big events. And so I didn't get to watch any of the games start live, but I would turn my phone off. And I t- I remember that How did you respirate with your phone off? <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. But uh, I was look at him over there right now. Yeah. Uh, and I wrote specifically. I remember the semifinal, the national semifinals, because I was emceeing the Sports Hall of Fame, and I said it into the mic in front. I am recording the Virginia's national semifinal game, so no. And I've got my phone off. Nobody tell me what's going on, and nobody did. To their credit, and when it, it, when it was over that night speak of the devil yeah speak of the devil indeed and so when the uh game or when the hall of fame ceremony was over that night i went through this is not a you were there weren't you (laughs) i went through the crowd with my hands over my ears going la 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 that is not a joke ask linda she will tell you that walked straight out to the car Mm -hmm. didn't turn the radio on Got in the car, came home, and it was already. I guess I just hit play because I'd been recording it, and got caught up, caught up with it like it went. I caught up with it live, with about two minutes left in the game. That's that's the way you should just start doing it every week. Didn't watch a half, didn't watch a commercial, didn't watch the halftime report. Anything just went straight Wasn't through. Wasn't it
6: more enjoyable that way?
1: It was pretty doggone good. And especially it did take three like hours. St- I mean, no, no, it was, it was awesome. Yeah. It was awesome. And then on top of Virginia one, they made it the national championship game. And then, and then the, it'll never happen again. Uh, you know what? I don't care. I've got it on my skin right here. Virginia 2019, yeah. which you do know, I do need to get the Virginia 2020. Uh, I need to put 2020 underneath it since they were still technically the national champs of 2020 also. Right. Jonathan, that's, that's a you call. I would oh, say because you know, of COVID. Yeah. Yeah. They were still the national champion. They were the, the reigning. They were the reigning national champions in 2020. If that had happened to Carolina, you would want them impeached.
6: He would be screaming about Blank in Carolina. That's what you would be saying. I would saying.
1: do that anyway. Yeah. If, well, uh, yeah.
5: <laughs> yeah, but they might have been the reigning, but they weren't the defending.
1: I didn't say defending. I said reigning. I said they were the reigning national champions.
5: There was no official 2020 national champion, though, because there was no 2020 national championship game. So I should get the
1: 2020. No. Maybe what 2020 with an asterisk. If you
5: want to do that, go for it. You're going to
1: give some coroner a, a good chuckle one day, you know that? <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. Oh, hey, uh, we're only 10 minutes in. Hey, uh, John Dawson, why don't you tell us? Uh, you, again, what an amazing month you're having. You have now won. You won all three days last week. Yeah. Uh, and I'll bring it up again since we got back from Vegas a week ago. You have not lost a birthday game, John Dawson. Yeah.
5: Hey, John, by his logic, because you won Friday, you're technically the, the reigning champion for Monday. Let's
6: get a tattoo. i making my
1: head. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was good. Got to give credit where credit's <laughs> due, you rat bastard. Uh, go ahead, John Dawson. Uh, why don't you tell us about GoEco Office Automation and the great services and products that Jacques Paslegg has.
6: Well, Jacques Paslegg, he would not be uh, named the champion on a technicality. He would be named the champion because he is the champion. I mean, really, who, who would even be second? I mean, some kid selling Post-it notes outside with their lemonade stand is the closest to anybody is going to get to Jacques Passleg. I mean, you go to Goeco, they got the equipment, they got the know-how, they got the personality to take you. Somebody like me, I don't have a lot going on, but he, if, if I went in there, I'm pretty sure he could take me and turn me into, like, a, I'd be driving a Porsche by the
1: end of the week. Back to you, Brian. You're getting better at this. I think all this winning is... Uh... I'm being serious, yes. dude. You're, you're, you're very good at this. You're not as good as Jonathan yet, but then again, he's had a heck of a lot more practice winning than you have. Uh, Jonathan, why don't you tell us about, uh, Go? Uh, you don't have to tell us about GoEco. Tell us how we can get in touch with Jacques Passleg at GoEco Office Automation.
5: Sure. You dial 252. 252. 252 286. 286. 286 53. 54. Or you can
1: visit his website at so GoEcoNC.com. GoEcoNC.com. Oh, we don't do that.
5: Or what is goeco.com <laughs> for more information? <laughs> wow.
1: Uh, okay, yeah, I kind of messed that one up there, didn't I? A little bit. Okay, hey, he's a country musician. He is a great actor, too. I've seen him in two or three things now, and he's
0: uh, you keep
1: calling me Oh, what uh, White Yoakum. This ain't that lovely yet.
6: But, Y'all don't uh, quit talking, I'm going to go out of my mind. Sling Blade. Dude. He, he was in a Wedding th- Crashers.
1: He
5: was seeing Wedding Crashers. Remember the the couple that was divorcing at the beginning of the movie?
1: That's right. Well, I'll tell you the one he was really, really good in where he was just evil as all get out. Did you ever see Panic Room with uh, Jodie Foster? Did you? No. No, it was a good movie. It was a critically acclaimed movie. He was evil Mm -hmm. no i'm not playing dude he was evil in that and i had really stretched his uh, acting legs in that movie man he was good he was actually very very good but uh this is ain't that lonely yet i think he dated sharon stone at one point good for him yeah sharon stone man easy easy (laughs) (laughs) just guess is it? <laughs> <laughs> I believe it's yours, since you're a three-day reigning champion here on the birthday game. You like what I did there, Jonathan? He is three-day reigning champion. Now you're the defending month champion. I believe two months defending champion, Jonathan Massey. But Welcome to the Minutia hour, Brian Dingsha. <laughs> Dwight Yoakam, how old is he today over there, Jonathan Parrot Dawson? 63. You say 63. You know who we're talking about, right? Oh, yeah, yeah you do. Because Yeah. 64. He was born October the 23rd in the year of the Lord, 1956. <laughs> so Ooh. he's 67 today there. Congratulations. Let me see. I think. Deton. Oh, no, no, we do. We've got one more musician. Don't. I pro- don't no. S- no, I promise you're going to like t- if
6: I don't, I, stu- I still got that Snoop crap in my ear from the other day.
1: Oh my God! Now you talk about so many great Let songs. Now nah, I'm picking first, and then you oh, get to geez, pick after you that. Pick no, something girly. You can't go wrong with this one.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Just hold on, hold on before you scoff there. Oh, it's Weird Al. Okay. as I walk through the valley where I harvest my grain I take a look at my wife and realize she's very plain but that's just <laughs> perfect for an Amish like me you know I shun fancy things like electricity When
6: they get to the video and, and the guy's sweating like a fountain god yeah. that's so funny <laughs>
1: Dude. And You and I, I talked about weird owl a little so bit long in Saint or in uh, Las Vegas, Vegas. yeah gone.
5: And you found out something you did not know
1: Yeah did you don't like him Gotta I do not he find the like weird owl Al at all which Play Smells it Like Nirvana for me. Okay. Can we listen to the chorus of this real quick? Listen. It's a hip-hop
6: song. There's I, no chorus. An and this is basically a cover of a Stevie Wonder song. It is. Which one did you want to hear? Smells Like Nirvana. Oh, my God. that That is. I like that better than the Nirvana version. Stop paying the dog. It's not there, bro.
1: Sounds like Nirvana Weird Al. When they do the stop and his guitar goes boing. I just love that. <laughs> Jonathan looks like he's having a lot of fun over there right now. Anyway, whose guess is it? It is, uh, it is his fault. Uh, his fault. It's his fault. It's his turn, actually. Now, you've got to tell everybody, though. Kurt Cobain loved this song. Didn't, weren't you the one that told me this? That he let them use the same soundstage, the same props, everything. Same guy playing the janitor, yeah. The same guy playing the janitor because he liked
6: Weird Al so much. Well, and he was a smart guy because he knew he was going to get paid every time Weird Al sold one.
1: Well, here we go. Well. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. Weird Al Yankovic over there, Jonathan Massey. How old is he today? 55. You say 55. What do you say over there, uh, Jonathan Perrin Dawson? 63. <laughs> that was it right there. Bang. Uh, no, he, uh, dude. October 23rd, 1959, so he's 64 today. Okay. Who got Dwight Yoakum? Okay, so it's tied up one to one. That's our last musician. That's a shame. But was that not a good one? That's a good one. I, I like love, Weird Al. I love Weird Al, man. Okay, so uh, there you go. It's tied up 1-1. It goes back to you, uh, John Dawson. I don't know. what He had a miraculous comeback when he played for Boston College football at quarterback. Doug Flutie. Yep, and then was a, it was 5'8", 5'9", five, five, and nobody thought he would ever do anything in the NFL. He actually ended up having to go to the Canadian Football League to play for a little bit. Well, he threw the big Hail Mary and all that. Yeah. yeah. He was a heck of a quarterback, Doug Flutie, and now he does testosterone commercials. So, uh, whatever pays the bills, right? A gig is a gig. A gig indeed is a gig. I love it. Doug Flutie, how old is he today over there? Jonathan Parrott Dawson. 61. What were you going to say, Jonathan?
5: I was going to say right on 60.
6: How did you know that? I just thought he was around 10 years older than me, so it was just a blind guess. Well,
1: he was born October the 23rd, 1962. Uh, Doug Flutie is indeed 61 years old today, so congratulations there, uh, John Dawson. Sometimes you when lead- you switch jobs, your brain's done not, Brian. That's all I can tell you. You're now two to one. You know, we didn't even talk about this going into this, but what? Uh, counting today, we've got seven left. Here in the yep seven left here in the month of October, and you lead eight to four, so uh, it's getting down to brass tacks time over there, uh, Jonathan Massey. Man, it's fine. <laughs> okay, he's one of my favorite It's two to one now, John Dolley. Paulie okay. Shore. Uh, I liked Paulie Shore. See, you think you're mocking me, but I liked. Pa- I thought Paulie Shore was a pretty accomplished actor. He was anyway. so unfunny. His own mom, who owned the comedy store, would not let him go on stage. I oh God. Well, this guy's one of my favorite actors. Uh, he's been so many different uh, things, but my favorite one that he does is Deadpool. Oh, Ryan Reynolds. I love Ryan Reynolds. Don't you? Is he the t- is he the uh, Mint Mobile guy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. That's how he. I see him as Deadpool. You see him as Matt Mobile. What do you see him as, John Uh
5: One of the co-owners of Wrexham.
1: Yeah. The so, the uh, soccer team uh, was it? They're not. Uh, There's Blake Lively's husband. Blake Lively. She's pretty easy on the eyes, John Dawson. Okie dokie. Again, <laughs> just take my word for it. There, huh? Yep. Okay, uh, and I think he's a good actor, man. I think he's funny. I think he's kind of typecast. I mean, I've seen him in other things, like a couple of different action movies, and he plays essentially the same actor that he, or same character that he plays in Deadpool.
5: The first thing I remember him in was Waiting.
1: I do remember that. That had uh, oh my god, what was that awful comedian, Dane Cook? Yeah, Dane Cook yeah, was Dane. in that. Uh, Luis Guzman,
5: David Keckner
1: Okay, who was I like the, David Koechner? Who was the uh, the young lady that was in that though? The love interest that both Dane Cook and uh, Ryan Reynolds were going after. She was in uh, uh, Road Trip. Uh, I've got to look it up. I'm you're sorry. think I
5: think you're thinking of Amanda Pete.
1: Nope, I am not thinking of Amanda Pete. I'll tell you, IMDb.com Hector Elizondo. <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh, oh, the, Anna Ferris. no I, I'll tell you when I say it, you she know, was in it though what was the name of the movie uh, Waiting Waiting. it was Anna Ferris. my bad dude I thought it was yeah it is it's Anna Ferris. I thought it was uh... hey, somebody else well, I don't have time to get into it, but I thought it was somebody else look at you and your Anna Faris knowledge by the way Anna Faris
5: yeah, uh, divorced from Chris Pratt.
1: Oh, so you're saying there's a chance. Mm. And now
5: Chris Pratt's married to Arnold Schwarzenegger's
1: daughter. Wow. Oh, indeed. Okay, uh, Ryan Reynolds over there, Jonathan Massey. How old is he today?
5: 45.
1: You say 45. What do you say, John Dawson? 46. Born October 23rd, 1976, 47 years old today. Guess what, John Dawson? Mm. You've clinched another day. Uh, you are now up nine to four, nine days to four here in the month of October. Yeah. Dude, you need to bottle this up, man. You are just having an incredible, incredible month. Uh, we'll go ahead and wrap up the last birthday of a dead person. Uh, he passed away in 2005. All I got to say is a king of... Uh, of uh, of uh, nighttime TV, nighttime TV. Oh, Johnny talk. Carson. Would you not agree? Yeah, yeah. Johnny Carson, the best to ever do it. You know what I like, and I and I enjoyed watching him, and I watched him quite a bit. You know, uh, but when he quit, he quit. Yeah. He got out. You didn't see him popping up on. And I'm not saying anything bad against Letterman because I kind of like Letterman until he, you know, well, I, my deal with Letterman. I'm with you. He, he became politicized. You know, I mean. Yeah, but I mean, he was.
6: I mean. Any performer just around 33 years, I mean, other than that little political stuff, I mean, I still, Carson and Letterman are the two I think were the best at it, and they were polar opposite because Letterman, Carson got Letterman the 1230 job, but the deal was it couldn't be anything like The Tonight Show, and that's why Letterman's show was so different, you couldn't do a monologue, couldn't have an orchestra, so they had to, by, design, by contract, be the total opposite of the tonight show and that's why it was so different so and but it, good but it, but it helped create a new brand of comedy well it was awesome but johnny carson just but what i like when he got out he got out and he was offered tons of stuff oh i'm sure i think but. he did a voice on the simpsons and that was it he may have done that while he was still on the air
1: wow uh johnny carson how old he like I said he passed away in 2005 how old would he be if he were alive today john dawson Ninety-three. You say 93. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? 94. He was born October the 23rd in the year of the Lord, 1925. He would be 98 today. So you get that one over there. Uh, Jonathan Massey, congratulations. My Not favorite, that it matters because John Dawson had already wrapped up today.
6: My favorite Carson joke, and I'll probably screw it up because I haven't seen it since it aired, but it was... Uh, Johnny Carson said...
1: Reminds me of my old girlfriend back in Nebraska.
0: Gina Statutory. <laughs> She is statutory, and uh, she went to Lincoln High, and she was voted Miss Lincoln because uh, every guy in school took a shot at her in the balcony.
1: Hey, uh, a couple local birthdays here, and one very special to me and to this show, Scott Whittington. Today is Scott Weddington's birthday here on October 23rd, so happy birthday to you, Scott. Uh, The son of Kenston, uh, ECU football equipment uh, guy, uh, the Bat Boy Hall of Fame in the Carolina League, if there ever becomes one, he needs to be in it. And he definitely deserves to be in it. Listen, thank you so much. What a great show uh, today, just jam-packed. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Thank you again to my beautiful sister who's still sitting here across from me. I love you, Susan. Oh, hold on. Pick that mic up and say it. In.
4: I love you, too. There
1: you go. Uh, thank you to Mark Panicelli for joining me in the first hour. Then here in the second hour, Larry Dale, Jay Bender, Kay Bender, Nancy Barbie. Tomorrow's show will have Richard Clark on in the first hour. Or, cannot wait to see you then. Have a great, great Monday. We'll see you tomorrow The Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College.